This podcast archives the records, art, and research shared by Zinc and their guests of all ages, whose stories detail the poetics of their life. The Zinc Archive is a collection of tips, tricks, and tools to heal our inner child and get curious about how we empower ourselves in the 21st century here in the United States and across the world. steward and today or in this episode I'm hoping and am going (laughs) to be speaking about not being alone and just you know uplifting you uplifting our inner child to remember we're not alone and honestly it's just a way to also talk about being vulnerable and being open to building community. I think that's really hard when we're in isolationist, a very independent or driven society. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I really, you know, just chilled and not trying to be stuck in that perfectionist loop that can happen. And so I hope you feel me and really, you know, yeah, enjoy. So grateful that you're here. You wanted it to be a different way. You did everything you possibly could to change the outcome of that situation. You fought hard, tried to prove yourself. You did every piece of work you could think of to make it work the way you wanted it to. I know, baby, I know. And I know how bad it hurts when you have to surrender. I know how painful it can be to let go of a hope and a dream in something that you really wanted. But I want to tell you something, baby. There's no better freedom than taking all those feelings you now carry and walking forward, trusting that better is out there for you somewhere. There's no greater joy than not giving up on yourself just because other people, places, and things did. There is no better way to heal than to let go of what's been breaking you, baby. Hmm. I know it hurts. I know it breaks your heart. But I hope it fixes your vision to realize you deserve better. And that place that you were trying to stay in was never going to give it to you, baby. Keep holding on to yourself and keep going. I know, baby. I know. That was from Exiting Egypt. 
who says, You did your best and that was more than enough, baby. Keep holding on to yourself and keep going forward. <laughs> this is on Instagram. And yeah, her post made me cry. So wanted to share that with y'all. <laughs> Friends, hello. I decided that I'd record from my phone. Cause I, I, you know, y'all, it really, that's a, t- that's a trick right there is when you're feeling inspiration or you're feeling even the lack of it. Like you have something in your pocket. A lot of us at least have something in our pocket that we can just pull out and record. Like that's pretty late. So that's where I'm at. I'm feeling a bit, it's a roller coaster out here living in, you know, the Western US cause it's such an isolationist culture. And it's so easy to do, have experiences by yourself. And, you know, <clears throat> I think as my friend speaks to, you know, this thing called the romantic fantasy, where we have this idea of like a partnership where they like fulfill so many of your needs. Are your partner in life a witness to what you're going through? Because so much of our experiences in the modern day are alone, <laughs> you know? But when you have that partner, there is more of a reason to engage another human being in your day-to-day. But can you realize that it's, it's so many of us are experiencing life in such a, you know, it's just, whose fantasy we living in sometimes, y'all? <laughs> How am I really about to be living in a culture that prioritizes an individual in such like a individualistic, you know, consumptive, extractive way, it prioritizes that type of person rather than a more a collective, collective desire in this culture to <clears throat> no a collective incentive, not even a desire. I think many of us desire to be a part of something greater than ourselves and feel it. So I just feel very aware that right now in this part of my life is the most isolated I've felt, even though I have work, I have, but I'm just, I had so many years where I was like in school, you know, surrounded by other students and other people that I can connect with more frequently. And I think it was living in a place and staying in a place and having your friends and com- and really feeling like community be so close was just such a rewarding experience. And then letting go of that and realizing how many of us are living alone or like without, you know, so it's just, it takes effort. It takes intention to build community, to build home in a way where you're feeling belonging in a culture that really does not prioritize it. So I've just been thinking about that as I'm getting older and feeling more and more conscious of my own circumstance in a world that is so contradictory, that's having so many traumatic events happening. Like it's, I feel it. I feel it in my emotions and my soul. The immense suffering that having that is happening in the world and doesn't ha- should not be period so 
that's my little, oof, you know, the, the deep heart feeling of why it's been hard to create these podcasts and to like put the kind of energy I want to into them and share with you like the expansiveness of my understanding. And I guess this is just a part of what's going to be tracked in time, right? Y'all is like <laughs> this time where I felt a little disconnected with myself because that's what an archive is. It's like putting together what really is accessible and in my capacity at the time and it being able to be a reflection over time. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, like, am I, how am I doing this for you? Like the 10 of y'all that are listening right now, <laughs> like there's a consistent 10 of, 10 of you. And I don't obviously know much about y'all, except they do let me know we're in the country in the sense of like con- uh, your um, continent. so that's been cool to still see that these words are reaching somebody 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 and yeah so I'm I'm really stepping into so many different chapters and some of them aren't all like flashy and banging (laughs) some don't have high attractive material even at times and it's so funny because times always shift and change so what is attractive what is considered valuable does change over time and so it's been such a wild experience to make this podcast even when I have no energy to do it (laughs) so I do appreciate y'all who keep listening who keep reminding me that uh, I can share what's going on And some people are going to hear it and relate. And that's cool. And some people won't, but they'll still hear it. And there's a part of them that will engage. And so that's what I think of now when I'm thinking of community building, when I'm thinking of growing and developing with people and not alone, And is this process of finding more and more avenues for people to reach reach out to me and me to be able to ask or say, or share, and that being an, like, a reciprocal relationship that I value, you know, and then it can be in so many different profiles and looks, but we're in, we're in a time, and it, like, we can't, I don't, I don't want to get so caught up in getting stuck on how it isn't like it used to be, you know, and I think, especially as we are being told that our way of living is shortening our lot, our lifespan and in the sense of a species, that the actions we do on a daily basis are actually not great for the environment. <clears throat> it feels so counterintuitive of being human, <laughs> you know? And there's just days where I look at the world and what I'm surrounded by and really consider how impacted we all are you know in the way the modern I'm sorry the words are slowly coming (laughs) the modern the late stage capitalism the I don't know like I feel like when I was younger I felt a flavor in the air (laughs) like a taste in what was around me and I remember that like gripping feeling of how the emotions landed in my body and how 
I felt responded to, you know, I was with caretakers that actually responded. And I do remember just feeling a different quality in the air. And I wonder how much of it really is about the times. I wonder how much of it really is about childhood. I really wonder how much a part of it's like when you're born, you're right by the source of what brings this feeling of belonging and unity and connection. You're right by the source. And then I feel as you grow, there's this genuine journey away from one source. And that can literally be one's mother, one's, you know, like who you came from as a source. But then the knowledge of like the source even being how we started, let alone at like as a species, let alone the source of one's energy, the source of one's creation. And as a species, we've come farther and farther away. But as you grow up, you you start so close to the source and you get farther and farther away. And it's such a wild journey to like make your way either back or like in, in a different relationship with, a, with an eye on it. And I think many of us are experiencing those different layers of how we relate to the source, how we relate to where we've come from, where and what our childhood showed us, that being our initial years in this physical realm. And how much do we hold on to as we age and especially are bombarded at times by a society that does not consider our needs or what really is different capacities? How does one really support where people are and also give them the opportunity to try and challenge and learn and rest and try (laughs) again, you know? I think it's a gift that we've known as a species. And I don't think we ever forgot fully what it felt like to live in reciprocity with the world around you, to know that your actions are healing, that what you do as a natural part of yourself actually is giving back to the earth, is giving back to your community. You know, I guess the good feelings I consider, the feelings that like make me think of what brings unity, what brings a sense of solidarity, what brings a sense of belonging. Oh, these are the things for me that do. And I know more of more of us share those values than don't. And I think it's been an interesting experience to realize how much I crave a sense of my own story as I do learning about others. And I think it's been a journey to value my own voice and value my own story and want it to be something that I share intentionally. And I think even what I talk about in this archive is to my descendants. It is to my peers of the world. (laughs) It's to my ancestors. It's to my collaborators, my protectors. And um, it, that's, I'm at this point where I'm trying to stay present with what they are showing me in the real, in the world. And in the small ways that even late stage capitalism still allows or still ensures is seen. <laughs> I think it's been a strange, strange experience to grow up in modern times. My body 
has adapted. And yet I, I do wonder what knowledge has been sprinkled throughout time and how I can receive that knowledge still. <laughs> so that's my little rant. Um, that's my little little telling. You know, I think the theme for me is vulnerability. It's finding community. It's not feeling alone, you know. And it's about, yeah, staying true to myself. So I hope that y'all enjoy. And, you know, I have a lot of dreams and hopes for this podcast, but I'm also so aware that I'm going through like a state of feeling like I have to have it all perfect to be worthy of sharing my story. And that's just not where I'm at right now. And I will never be, but you know, I guess as a Virgo moon, (laughs) it does feel like the goal of my life, (laughs) but it's really not, (laughs) you know, perfection is just, it's just, it's like a wicked game to play on oneself because it's not real. And so I wickedly say <laughs> thank you to my younger self for getting me to this point and for ensuring I've never been alone and reminding me that in so many different ways that I'm grieving the reality of having to let go as I enter new chapters in my life, you know, relationships I'm letting go of and people who shift out of my life and then those who shift into the new space. I do appreciate and I have to also allow myself to realize there are layers I grieve when it comes to my sense of the what has been taken from me (laughs) like as a human being what has been taken from me I think I really have to come to grips every day with the ways that I feel cheapened that I feel lied to, that I feel manipulated, that I feel all these quote-unquote negative experiences and feedback from my society. And yet, the redeeming quality is as knowing people who see a different world, who see exactly what I'm saying, (laughs) who still reach for art, who still reach for community community spaces, who still reach for healthy eating and healthy air and healthy water. And I'm not alone in my desire to change and this also deep difficulty because so much relies on a consistent gameplay. Like, I gotta pay these bills, y'all, <laughs> you know? How do I do that and how do I do it in a way that allows me to do my art? (laughs) When it all comes down to it, y'all, it's just that I want more art and community in my life, period. (laughs) And, you know, the fact that I pay um, $1,000 to live in one place per month, that I pay for my health, I thought I lived in society. Isn't society supposed to be at a point where it's like holding you and letting you go? (laughs) 
Where's the holding part? The loving. Like, when I say holding, I mean the embrace, the upliftment, the I got your back, the you can, you know, fall on your face and we are here to bring you back up. No no questions asked, y'all. Like, why is that kind of society and reality so unreasonable? So that's where I get stuck in sometimes. And I have to give myself space to notice, hmm, I really am frustrated with how... Yeah, my society, society at this time, this is 2024. Nope, we're in 2023. Nope, we're in 2024. Jesus. Yeah, just how my society holds and uplifts because it doesn't. It's so often. It's so... It just feels <laughs> shameful. You know, like I have to... I feel ashamed if I don't have the money to pay for my rent. I feel ashamed if there's, you know, no car or you know, whatever the values are in my culture, like that I don't have them, that I don't have the boyfriend or I don't have the marriage or I don't have, you know, whatever it might be. It, it always in this place of scarcity. It's always in this place of lack. And I get that messaging in so many different ways just from walking in the world, in this society. Uh, I actually haven't seen much of the world. <laughs> so it's really just honoring that we all know different corners of this earth and I can trust that we all uplift each other in some way even if I don't and am not conscious of your life I think that your wins and your losses are felt and I sense in the sense that all of us are experiencing each other it's just how we've been kind of positioned that gives different perspectives so I trust that there's a lot of them (laughs) and in many of those perspectives people are experiencing their dreams they are experiencing um, health and comfort and love so that's all to my inner child just to say I got you We're finding out that people are there for you, even if they're not always able to see you. And I do dream of a day where you can have people that you love close to you all the time. (laughs) And that, you know, work doesn't feel, that work continues to feel like a place that helps me grow. So yeah, it's a prayer, it's a love note to yeah all of you to myself yeah that we are not alone (laughs) all right y'all enjoy your night your day your morning ciao the universe changes caterpillars into butterflies sand into pearls, and coal into diamonds using time and pressure. It's working on you too. By See the God. On Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, which I hope you did, please give us a five star. Share with your friends. So you know it's a chill space. We'd love to grow. Love to learn about more people.
I'll have them feeding off my energy Like energy drinking them Replenish your brain mentally I'm simply saying I'm cutting your veins technically Like remedy, just let me in Like open sesame Just give me energy, energy